We're talking wellness at Memorial Care Health System. It's time for a weekly dose of wellness. Here's Deborah Howell. Hello and welcome to the show. I am Deborah Howell and today's guest is Dr. Greg Thomas, Medical Director of Memorial Care Heart and Vascular Institute at Long Beach Memorial. Today we'll be discussing the history of heart disease. Welcome, Dr. Thomas. Thank you. Heart disease is the number one killer of American men and women. While most people blame modern, lavish lifestyles for the prevalence of heart disease, you know, there could be more to the history of heart disease. So, doctor, when did heart disease become a popular topic in modern medicine? Well, in the last 200 years, um, since we um, figured out as, a, as societies how to decrease um, the impact of infections by um, understanding germ theory, for example, and why people would die um, early, um, instead of the time of average time of death as it was for, say, the last 10,000 years of being around 40, um, people were able to live um, into the 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s and such. And so heart disease or blockages of the heart arteries doesn't affect us until generally after 40. So as we conquered infections, heart disease over the last 200 years uh, reared its head in particular. Interesting. Okay. Now, why do people assume that heart disease is from a modern lifestyle? Well, to some extent, it reminds me of the pictures of a, of a king, an obese king on his throne, perhaps, with a with a hot foot because of gout, that we blamed uh, gout, for example, on excesses, and, um, and uh, excesses cause problems. Um, but it also is that as we gain weight, and particularly with eating saturated fat um, and high cholesterol diets, we do increase the chance of heart disease. But much of heart disease actually um, is genetic, uh, and so that's something we're understanding more and more. That was my next question, actually, if heart disease could be caused by genetic factors. Well, what we found um, in studying ancient mummies, uh, we've studied our team, called the Horus team, that's led from our group here in the Heart Institute at uh, Long Beach, the, that heart disease has been around for at least 3,500 years. Uh, we discovered, actually, by doing a CT scan of a princess, a princess who was in her early 40s, that she had arteries that were blocked to her heart. Uh, she actually represents the first um, human found to have heart disease. Uh, can I can I just stop you there? So you have bones to work with. So how can you figure out about the arteries? Well, it turns out the Egyptian scientists, and they were priests at the time, figured out how to mummify uh, the elite. Um, in their religion, uh, one to go to their version of heaven, um, their soul would go up to heaven, and their, but their soul needed to come back to get sustenance from a body um, on earth um, periodically. So they mummified um, the dead so that their soul could come back, get sustenance, and then go back up to the heaven, which they called the field of reeds. So these um, persons were mummified, um, and these were, these were mummies that we um, scanned in uh, Cairo. With the CT scanner actually used to scan to scan King Tutankhamun. Mm-hmm. And to our surprise, they actually had um, calcium that's uh, part of the blockage of the heart, calcium on the CT scans of these um, 25-pound uh, mummies. They were bones, but they had skin and many of the organs they left intact. Incredible. Incredible. That's what we said. Oh, yeah. What does your research say about heart disease throughout history? Well, it turns out that about that same time, there is a papyrus written, um, a, essentially a textbook of medicine, 
um, from what they knew at the time. Um, and they did have, as you might imagine, herbs and uh, plants and such that did help some of the illnesses at, the, at that time. Um, they did say in the papyrus that if a man or woman had pain in their chest and it went to their arms, that they were going to, they were going to die. And that is actually the first reference to angina or heart pain, uh, which could be um, a warning of a heart attack um, that's been seen in the literature um, in the history of mankind. So we know that um, persons had blockage of their arteries at that time, at 1500 B.C., 3,500 years ago, and that they actually had pain from it. But most of the people didn't live into their 70s or 80s, did not live to be grandparents, for example. They died of infection early. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we are looking to try to understand um, without um, excess um, cholesterol and fat, uh, which they uh, didn't have back then. They were mostly lean and exercised a lot. What other causes of heart disease might actually be one of the mysteries of the uh, ancient Egyptian mummies. So in your opinion, what else could have caused their heart disease? Well, I think, I think the chance of having heart disease the, is baked into our genetics, into our DNA, that it may well be there's, there's a gene or genes that can predispose to heart disease, that maybe they protect us against something else, like protect us against malaria or infection. So maybe there is something good about these genes that uh, people had in ancient times and presumably now that protected them so they could live to old age, but when they got old age, um, they suffered from blockage of the heart arteries that would cause either heart attack or blockage of the arteries up to the brain that could cause a stroke. Wow, this is just absolutely incredible. I can't believe how much you're understanding from just a CT scan. It's just It's pretty amazing. remarkable. We didn't, our team, which is con- composed of um, scientists and physicians from across the world, um, we did not expect to find blockages in these ancient people. We scanned actually almost 300 mummies uh, from uh, South America, North America, um, Europe, and uh, Egypt. Um, and we've scanned actually seven different cultures, and we could not find a culture that does not have um, arteries uh, that are blocked. Maybe it's a lot of animal fat. They did eat a lot of meat. They did. In fact, interestingly, we can't also find a, a culture that's vegetarian. Um, while eating plants is probably better than uh, eating more and more plants, I think is better and does decrease the chance of heart disease. Um, cultures generally do uh, eat meat. Um, but in terms of how we translate this to today, the, what are the ancient mummies telling us? Um, they tell us that we're all at risk for it. It's like having a sibling or a couple siblings who've had a typical type of cancer that you're predisposed to that. So as humans, we believe we're predisposed to these blockages. So what it tells us is we should do everything we can that we currently know to try to avoid getting these blockages. For example, staying lean, um, exercising, taking our medications if we have diabetes or high blood pressure. Um, These can delay heart disease. But again, we we found that um, it's difficult to eliminate um, one of our colleagues has said that uh, one wants to die not of heart disease, but but with heart disease. That right. is, if we could slow it down so that uh, we die a natural death of something else at a very ancient age, um, to use a mummy term, um, then we've um, we've pre- prevented um, heart disease from being a problem. Okay. You've mentioned a few, doctor, but again, let's go over the main risk factors that people in this day and age should know about heart disease. 
think one of the main risk factors is our weight. Um, with the low-fat, low-cholesterol diet that uh, the American Heart Association um, endorsed about 40 years ago, and many have um, recommended, including myself, we've taken away a good amount of the, um, the fat, um, and unfortunately, we've replaced that not with fruits and vegetables, which was the original recommendation, but we've replaced it with a significant amount of processed foods and, and carbohydrates, uh, not more natural foods that would be either um, grown from the ground or, um, or, or lean meat. So with that, um, we've gotten heavier. Our cultures, not just uh, in the United States, but across the world, have gotten heavier. With that, um, cholesterol goes up, uh, blood pressure goes up, chance of diabetes goes up. So I think weight, weight is key. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so eating um, more natural-type foods, uh, not necessarily organic foods, but less processed foods, and trying to maintain our weight with diet and exercise, I think that's particularly important uh, since we're all again, at risk for developing these artery blockages up to in the heart and up to the, uh, the brain, the carotid you, arteries. You know, a lot of people hear processed foods, but they don't really know what they are. Could you give us some examples of what processed foods are? I think it, well, it's, it's a, um, something we put in an oven, that, like a, a cake or a, um, a carbohydrate type that's not a natural one. It's not something that's, uh, again, uh, an animal. Or grown. It's something that's put together, often with um, saturated fats, to um, keep it um, from um, decaying or or, um, or not being able to put on the shelf. Okay. Um, and then we add sugar, um, partly because we've taken some of the fat up. We add sugar to make it taste good, and so it sells. And then we've got those extra calories that uh, we tend to pack away over the years. So anything in a box uh, that you get at the grocery store uh, that you might bake or um, also, are we talking about meats that are processed as well? I think that if we try to if we try to stay with the leaner meats, um, things that um, that um, that can fly, for example, um, mm-hmm. they're leaner; they can get up in the air. Um, we want to be um, if we're eating um, beef, we want to certainly eat lean beef. Um, but uh, chickens, um, turkey, and uh, things that can swim—they're um, also not particularly um, high in saturated fat. Um, it's a little hard to not eat anything out of box. That's pretty difficult to do. But I think that we should um, use moderation with them and try to, again, eat, eat more of these uh, natural foods. And uh, if we're going to eat a big meal, then we better have taken a pretty good walk that day to, um, to balance that out. Or have one afterwards. Great. Well, that's a great start, Doctor. Where can our listeners go to learn their risk factors? Well, we have an excellent team um, that's available to discuss and do some screening at the Women's Cardiac Health and Research Center. The phone number, actually, I have is five six two nine three three two four six zero. Let's get that again one that. more time. Five six two nine three three two four six zero. We'd be happy to help um, either men or women call in. Thank you so much, Dr. Thomas. It's been fascinating to have you on the program today. Really, really informative. Our pleasure. I'm Deborah Howell. Join us again next time as we explore another weekly dose of wellness brought to you by Memorial Care Health System. To listen to the podcast or for more info, please visit memorialcare.org. That's memorialcare.org. Thanks for listening and have yourself a fantastic day.